talking about the God of the in-between. The God who makes sense in my promise and sense in my manifestation, but the God who makes sense of my lapse. Come on. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six. And then on day seven, seven times. Just before your greatest breakthrough, God will always heat it up seven times. Can you imagine what they felt like on the seventh day when they did round number six? Come on, human six. When they did round number six on the seventh day and they haven't spoken a word. Come on, they have done. How many rounds have they done in total? I don't know. I think some of them was ready to bite off their tongue. But Joshua said, shut up. Don't say anything. We are this close to a breakthrough. Come on, shut your mouth. Stay faithful. God is going to bring a breakthrough. Now, three years ago, and this story comes out of the upper room. We had a leader from Iran. He's out of Iran now. And I can tell you so many stories about Iran and many Middle Eastern nations. I've met so many of those leaders. In fact, I'm in touch with leaders now in London that want to come to the upper room next year, and they want to bring several leaders in from the Middle Eastern world. In fact, we have a leader coming in from Kuwait this week. Will be right with us this week. Powerful. It's going to be amazing what's going to happen this week. When God's generals gather, Satan is in trouble. When God's men gather, something is going to happen. Three years ago, they printed the Bible in Farsi. Maybe I've told you the story before. They printed the Bible in Farsi, and I even found out that one of the churches that gave most of the money for that, for that translation is now the church that's very key in, in, in preparing us for television and, 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 and all the leaders that will that, help us. It's not about me. It's about many, many leaders. I'm bringing about 30 leaders in plus that's going to help us. It's not a one-man show thing. I don't want to be on television. I want everybody to be on. I want all the leaders to come and say, here we are. We are a tribe. We are not a one-man show. We are a tribe of leaders that's taking hands. Thank you for your excitement. That's overwhelming. I need to say, in Farsi, I spoke to Luke Yegazar, who told us this story personally. They took the Bibles to Iran. They got it into the country. And they drove in a car with 150 Bibles, printed in Farsi, the language of Iran. And the car broke down. Pretty good car, broke down on a dirt road. They got it in, the promise. The promise is the word, 150 Bibles. That's the promise. The manifestation would be to deliver it at the right address. Can you see the picture? But between the promise, the airport, and the Bible, and the address where they're going to deliver it, the car broke down. And they are stuck in between on a dirt road. They lay hands on the car, could not get the car to work. Drove every demon out of the engine. Nothing helped. There were four men with 150 Bibles. This is a true story. I can bring you the man that will tell you the story. And as they were busy with the car, they noticed not too far from where they are, on the other side of the road stood a man with donkeys, several donkeys. He just stood there, 
And ultimately, because of their crisis, they speak Farsi. One of them walk over to this man at the donkeys and start a conversation with him and ask him questions. Who are you waiting on? Now, the Iranians are dreamers. And this is not something I've heard. This is the truth. I can tell you a dozen stories just on, it's like the book of Acts. It's like Acts chapter 9. It's like Paul praying, he sees Ananias. Ananias praying, he sees Paul in a vision. That's Facebook and Acts chapter 9. Facebook is kind of late. We already had an Acts chapter 9. Come on, church. I'm not here to preach you a three-point sermon. I'm here to stir your faith up because I need to talk about my world to you, and then you can tell me about your world some other day. I'm not an evangelist. I'm not an evangelist. I'm actually an apostolic prophetic voice, and what's happening at the moment is probably the thing that's the closest to my heart in 39 years of ministry. So if I'm excited, just, just be patient with me, okay? Because I am. So that one of the guys spoke to this man and said to him, what are you doing here? He says, um, I'm waiting here for the book from heaven. That's what he said to him. And if you think this is a unique story, there's more than this. So um, he said, he asked him, what is your profession? He said, I'm, I'm a sheriff of two little towns over the hills. A sheriff who had a dream about the book from heaven. That's a good sheriff. We need more sheriffs like that, that can hear God's voice like that. So this one brother went back to the car and he said to them, you guys will not believe me. That man said he's waiting on the book from heaven. So one of the suggestions was, let's lay hands on the car again. And they lay hands on the car again. The car doesn't want to take, ah, there's no demon in the engine. Why? Because sometimes God will break your car down in the in-between because God has an appointment in your in-between because maybe God knows that if you deliver those Bibles at the address that you originally got, Something could have gone wrong already that they found out about that address because that's what they will do in Iran. And God decided, you will not stop my word. I will wake him up and send him to the halfway, wait him there. He will get to, come on church, when you have a mandate from heaven, you cannot break down and die. You just break down for a miracle. Come on, somebody say, my breakdown is a breakdown for a miracle. And all those men in blue, I don't know who you are, but you are men of breakdown. And God says, I must tell you, your breakdown is a breakdown for a miracle. You're stuck in between. I don't know what you do. You're stuck in between. But God says, your in between is a God appointment. Just saying. Went back to the man and said to him, how many do you expect of this book that you're talking about? And the man said to him in Farsi, 150. They gave him the Bibles. He packed it into all the backs of the donkeys. He disappeared, and they went back to the car, and the car starts.
that's my God. That's my heavenly Father. That's Jesus at his best. They left Iran safely. And they delivered the Bibles at the address that the Holy Spirit provided at the very last moment. Your breakdown is not a curse. Your standstill is not a curse. You say, Pastor, I've made bad decisions. God says, who has not made bad decisions? If there's anybody that has never made a bad decision, I'll pay you for your signature. Because if I sell that signature, I'm going to become a millionaire out of such a man or such a woman. But I dare you to come and tell me you've never made a mistake. We have all made mistakes. But I'm learning one thing. That when my heart is pure before God, my heart is never perfect. He has a perfect heart. I don't have a perfect heart. Come on. One day we will be like him, but not yet. I have never met a perfect man of God. But one thing I do know, that although I am very sincere and I I want him to use me, but here and there I make a mistake. But you know what? By his grace, he will use my Maltas as a healing crusade. He will use my addresses where I show up, where I should never have gone to, and he will turn that into a miracle. And when the end comes, come on, church, do you know that Paul left with another ship? He said, well, if I lose my ship, how, how will I get to my... Don't worry about your destiny. If you lose your ship, God will give you another ship. First, first let the island taste honey. And when the island tastes honey and everybody's healed on the island, guess what's going to happen? The favor of everybody being healed and the favor of that important man's father being healed, that favor will buy you your next ship. Come on. When I look at what's happening now with the upper room, I say, Jesus, I never wanted you to go this big. But you know what? Many times when you journey with God, you're going to think it's over, it's out, it's not going to happen. God says when you least expect it and when you're at your weakest, you are actually very strong. The Bible says when you're weak, you're strong. And I want to say to all of you, we all have messes. We all have ship, shipwrecks. We all have pieces that's lying all over the world and all over our life. And God says... Don't focus on what you have done wrong and don't focus on your bad decisions. I will get you to Caesar. I will get you to your future address and you will not die. And when things do go wrong, I will turn it into a miracle. Come on, church. I've learned one thing now, that if I break down, the first thing I do is I don't curse the demon. I turn around and I say, why am I here? For what reason am I where I am now? And then don't be surprised if God says, that woman over there, can you just go over over there and just pray for her? 
And if you pray for that woman, you will find out because of that miracle, you will get off the island and God will turn that moment into something sweet. Between your promise and between your manifestation, there's hidden honey you don't know of. I don't want to preach this. I don't want to preach this either. When Saul took away food from Israel and said, you will eat no food until I take vengeance over my enemies, the Bible says, and Israel came across honey in the desert. In fact, the Bible says they came across dripping honey. You see, there are Saul leaderships that will take away God's pure word from people and that will manipulate people. God says, you can manipulate my nation, Saul. I will sovereignly now work with the bees and I will let them build honey so that when my people come across the honey in the desert, they will find it dripping. That means dripping means the bees already left. Ah. Don't let me preach about that. God says, I can make it sweet in the very place where you thought you're going to die. And if you say this morning, make it sweet, Lord Jesus. Make it very sweet. Stand on your feet and get ready for sweetness in your in-between. Thank you. Close your eyes and pray this prayer. Say, precious Heavenly Father, you are amazing. You are a loving Father. Thank you. Say thank you. That in spite of my bad decisions, You will find me in the middle of an ocean. Say thank you. That although I will lose my ship, the miraculous will come our way in spite of bad decisions. You, say you, my heavenly Father, you have given me Jericho. I'm doing some laps, Jesus. Come on, pray loud. Say, I'm doing some laps, Jesus. Help me. Not to complain. Because soon and very soon, things will become sweet. My promise is real. My manifestation is a given. But my in-between days are just as blessed. Because I serve a God who can make it honey yesterday, today, forever.
Forgive me, Lord, for whining and complaining. Help me to be faithful. And I will win islands for God. I will win people for God. I've never intended to go to. In Jesus' name, amen. Lift your hand.